0: Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, tell me it's Friday, hey, tell me it's Friday, hey, yo, tell me it's Friday. It's the 411 on getting banking done, yo, it's Forefront Credit Union, it's the CU that's got you for what you do, when you do. You see, we're local and mobile and social in the community, now we bring it all in with the unity. That's you and me, yeah, being what we wanna be. Yo, and tell me it's Friday.
1: Hey, tell me it's Friday.
0: Yo, tell me it's Friday. Tell me it's Friday.
1: Well, hey there, everybody. We're joined here with Jeff Strait. Not to be confused with Jeff Street.
0: It's Jeff Strait, actually.
1: Strait. See, I screwed it up, too.
0: That's all right. I can't even pronounce your first name. Mine? Is the H silent? It is.
1: Meghan Meg would be, Meg kind of, Khan. be aggressive,
0: or thought Meg T whatever. It would about. be intense. Yeah, it's like two it's, teepees. So intense.
1: Jeff Strite. Yeah. It's like a mix between straight and street. Do people screw your name up all the time?
0: Oh my god, my whole life it was. I mean, my name my name is spelled with a G, so there's that. And I remember uh, in elementary school, like a substitute teacher would be like, "Is George there?" I just be staring off into space. It's like there's no George. They're like oh, a Gia doesn't
1: even look like George.
0: Godfrey, Godfrey, <laughs> Godfrey, Godfrey. I'm like, there's there's a D in my middle name. It's not even on your attendance sheet, man. Like, come on. Oh my god. I know you need a GED to be here, but come on. Like, let's. Yeah, I mean, do you get your first name slaughtered ever? Or before?
1: oh yeah, all the time, whole life. Ma- Ma- but they don't say it wrong. They just spell it wrong.
0: Oh. M-E-A-G-H-A-G-H-A-N. Me. Sure. Yeah. No.
1: Yeah. Most of the screw-ups are M-E-G-A-N.
0: Do they ever call you Meg? Do you have to deal with that?
1: You know, in my adult years, I have a lot more people calling me Meg. Ooh. I don't mind it, though. Okay. It's kind of catchy. Yeah,
0: if you were so... Margaret, it might work, but... That would be Maggie. No. Margaret. Meg is short for Margaret. It oh. is? Megan's actually a, originally came from Margaret as well.
1: I am not a Margaret. Well, no offense to any Margarets, but I am not a Margaret.
0: We actually hate all our members named Margaret. <gasps> I'm just kidding. That's not true. We love them. It's great. Are they? God. If God. you're a Margaret and you're listening to this, please like, comment and subscribe and we'll
1: You've just earned.
0: We'll send you some merch. <laughs>
1: some cool <clears throat> swag.
0: Yeah. Some merch. God. Hey, so, you asked me to be here. I did immediately regretting it. Tell me about what is this podcast? What do we got going it's, on? It's
1: Tell Me It's Friday. It's the podcast where we're just kind of talking about forefront credit union stuff, what's going on and we're going to involve community partners.
0: Okay. Do yeah. we have how, do we have a lot of are we on like Spotify? We're on all the th- RSS, yeah. Apple iTunes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Subscribe and save. Subscribe put, and save. Put us on there. Right. Yeah. What do you want to What do you want to talk about?
1: Well, tonight? let's talk about you first. Well, actually, I have a question. Have you played the game Wordle? This is a thing no. over here I'm learning. No, I have not. So now that I'm here every Wednesday, Wednesday is my podcast day. I'm learning just having lunch with everybody just now that there's this game they all play called Wordle. There's a different You've not, you don't you've never heard of Is it of a it. cell phone game? I Is guess so. A... I think you can play it on desktop too, I don't know. But you basically there's a word every single day and everybody online gets the same word and it's a five letter word you have to guess it. Okay. It's kind of like
0: uh like Boggle? No. Do you get clues? or They're filling the blanks. Not
1: Jeopardy. What's the word? Wheel of Fortune? <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's that kind of thing. So you start guessing words. So like I won with that word. Whack? Which by the, yes, by the time this airs, this will not be a word anymore. So it's okay. But
0: but there's match was right above that.
1: Yep. Because like, so I, I guessed hello I, first.
0: I assume hatch is there too. Yep.
1: Yep. So and it highlights the letters that are right. Okay. And then if you do a green letter, so right there when I said match, the C was in the right spot. So it's, it's green if it's in the right spot. So then um, I got down to here.
0: So the first word is hello. I guessed that. I just oh, threw it out there. Okay. All right. It's in, by association and process of elimination is what you figure out the word. Yes. That, okay. So yes. you're supposed to get it in the least amount of time or at least. You only get of guess. six tries. And oh. if you don't do it in six tries, you lose. Well, you do know the most common letters in the alphabet, having. Been a veteran Wheel of Fortune watcher myself, and Vanna White was actually my childhood crush. Um, really? Yeah, I, I've told every girlfriend, wife, ex-wife, and everything in between that if it, like my hall pass is Vanna White, right? Like really? Yeah. So RSTLNE, right? That's those are the easy ones they give you, and then CDMA, those are the most common letters in the English alphabet in all the words.
1: So, so you'd be good at that game. You should join. The frenzy. Uh, this whole hallway doesn't. I don't do trends, you know. Oh,
0: I'm I'm like either I'm sorry the first for, one. Forgot.
1: You're cooler than that. No,
0: I'm just lamer than that. Like <laughs> I get upset at that kind of stuff, you know. thing just yeah. It's fine. So I have not played Wordle. I'll check it out though. You should. I will.
1: I didn't think I'd be into it, but I won, so now I like it. But then
0: what? I'm gonna spend like a whole day in bed because I lost. No,
1: it's only man. one a day. Oh, you mean like you're gonna sulk?
0: Yeah, I don't like losing.
1: Well, if you're as good as you say for Wheel of Fortune, I didn't you didn't say I was good.
0: I said I crushed heavily on Vanna White. That did not imply. But you
1: know all the common letters. Yeah, so we'll see. You might be good at it. Give it a shot. I think it's fun.
0: I've uh, been playing Angry Birds. It's this new game. Anyone tried that yet? That is not a new game. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not playing Angry Birds. Good Lord. That and Candy Crush. If you're still playing that, no. let us know. We have a helpline for you.
1: Oh, well, my grandma really likes it. My
0: mom loves Candy Crush as well. She's on like level like nine thousand or some absurd amount of Candy Crushing in her life.
1: I thought it was cool a couple of years ago, but not my jam anymore.
0: I just go to TikTok for the Chinese to steal I all do my data. Like the TikTok, I want them to know about me things I don't know about me. I gave up. That that's been like <laughs> six weeks at least. Hmm. I think I gave up in like the November. So. Anyway, uh, we're here in the world headquarters of Forefront Cranny. Yeah, we
1: should probably talk about something. That's all right. It's okay, yeah. Are you
0: editing these? Like, are you going yeah. in? Okay.
1: Yeah, but my goal is more to not have to edit, sure. so please don't curse. No, I'm not going to curse. I don't really want to have to deal with it. It's more about... Don't say anything inappropriate. Don't, don't Sorry, say anything Margaret. Super, yeah, the Margaret thing. Don't say anything super inappropriate. I got you. So... We can have a little PG humor, probably
0: sort of like a pixar movie there's a couple jokes do they
1: still rate movies like
0: that i don't they, even know <laughs> they still rate movies like i don't let most of my kids watch rated r movies sort so,
1: of like there's p there's g there's pg pg-13, PG-13 rated r. r and then
0: they don't really make nc-17 like
1: oh i thought that was like rated it was a, a rated, rated adult X, or something adult. tvma oh that's it that's yeah, is that's that past TV. r
0: no, I think that's just television because like TV has its own ratings. So like, oh, but I also know like know my this. kids watch like my oldest and my middle one watch like Criminal Minds and they watch like murder shows. That's and, probably like, MA. Yeah. And I, it's not appropriate because literally they're dealing with like adult topics of psychological killing. But then like, you know, they just are so desensitized to it because they've grown up in this generation. OK, we're not going to go. We're there. You're- We're done. Let's just keep going. <laughs> I'm going to go
1: back. Um, I was gonna start with the blanket question of who is Jeff Str- I Strite. Hate that
0: question. I'm, I'm a Sagittarius. <laughs> um, I like Yeats. Um, I read poetry every night to long myself. Long walks on the beach. I like short walks on long beaches. Um, no, I mean professionally, I am <laughs> our vice president of commercial lending. I guess I would be the person who's responsible for bringing in all like the the business clients that we have. Um, we're you know we're helping them with their financing needs, whether they want to grow, expand, buy new property, you know, look at kind of uh, their current financing structure and change some things around. Um, I've been doing this for like 15 years. so you know where where I'm at is a lot of just consulting with people. like you know they you know they may come into the credit union saying, I want to buy this specific building and i want to do this with my business and then you know spending some time with them looking at their financials kind of rolling up my sleeves with regards to their business you know my goal is to you know obviously help them what they think they want to do but then you know my other goal is to really uncover the things that you know are going to be kind of hurdles for them or challenges or other issues that they will have and then kind of counsel them through that and then maybe we can you know, provide some level of financing in the midst of that. But sometimes it's just like friendly professional advice. Cause I think over the last 15 odd years, I've probably worked with 1300 odd different businesses. So you see a lot of things and then, you know, people start saying you're an expert and you're like, you're crazy, man. Like (laughs) I never thought I was an expert. And then you're like, wait, I've been doing this like as long as like a doctor has gone to like internship, medical school and residency. It's like, I guess I am an expert.
1: I was going to say 15 years in one business. I feel like that's kind of a unique thing for our world right now. I mean, that's something that like our grandparents definitely.
0: Right. I think for me, there's a lot of variety. So it's like I've worked with you know, every year I'm working with like a hundred different businesses roughly. So it's like, you know, you, you deal with a lot of different people. And so, yeah, you know, what we're offering from our products and services at the credit union is similar to, you know, all the other financial institutions to some extent. But what I love is the variety of people I get to work with. And like, you know, you get to be, you know, I can drive through town with my kids in the car and point to you know, 20 different places. It's like, oh, I met them when they wanted to start that. Now look at this, they're in a new location. Or, oh, you see that sign over there that says finance by forefront? Like that's, you know, your dad helped them sit down and figure out how they're going to build that. Or, you know, just, you just get to be kind of a woven into the fabric of our, of where we live just by working for people, essentially, helping them get the money they want. So there's joy in that, but it's also like, you know, uncommon. I mean, I guess I'm a millennial, so. What year were you born? 1982. So, te- oh yeah, technically you're I'm a like millennial. my
1: fiance, and you're probably in denial that you're a millennial. I
0: mean, I'm technically a millennial, so I should have. <laughs> I probably should still be living at my parents' house, but I am pushing 40 with a couple kids. So, I don't know. I did it a little differently. So, but you know, it is uncommon to be in one one field. But for me, it's I, I love the people I get to help. So, who's Megan <laughs> Morelli? Who's, who's who am I? Who's who are you?
1: Ooh am I um I'm a former broadcaster
0: I think technically you're a current broadcaster well I
1: guess now I'm back to being a broadcaster since we're doing a podcast now yeah um gosh I graduated from CMU um
0: gosh but who are you
1: but who am I what makes I'm a dog mom I'm a cat mom
0: you can Um, be both why not I mean, I have
1: both under one roof. <clears throat> I have two cats and a dog. Pretend
0: it's like a James Bond movie. Supervillains got one. They're both tied up in the air, and you got to pick one to die.
1: <gasps> the cats.
0: Darn right. It's, you hear that? <laughs> Mr. Which is
1: so awful because the cats have been with me far longer. I got them when I first moved to Traverse City because uh, being a news reporter, I didn't have time for a dog. But I you do a dog.
0: know if you ask that question to the cat. And the cat were like, do you kill the dog or the person? The cat's just gonna say both. So you made the right choice.
1: My cats love me. They're not normal cats. Mm-hmm. They're not I don't know. They don't like knock things off the ledge. They don't like boxes.
0: Okay. But
1: they're they're, they're cuddly. Sweet. One sleeps with me every night.
0: So you are a dog mom with a cat mom, or what is it like with a rising moon Side cat hustle. mom? Like, sure. you know, we were doing our astrology here so
1: I mean I yeah I feel bad and I'm sure I'm gonna feel bad someday when we have a kid and then I'm gonna be pick the dog a human the mom kid. but no it's like you have the cats and they're like oh I love my cats and then you get a dog and you're like oh but the dog's so much fun and they actually want to play with you right. and they have a bigger personality and then comes a kid and I'm gonna be like oh I'm a kid mom now and the dog's cool but my baby's cooler yeah but then you'll maybe get, I won't be I don't It'll know then weird. you'll
0: get older like, your kids will get older like me, so when I was younger, my kids would bum-rush me when I'd walk in the door, they'd be like, Dad, it's so cool that you're home, you're the greatest thing, and you're like, oh yeah, Dad made it home. Now, I mean, like, if I don't get, like, if I get a side hug, sweet, but the dog is always excited to exactly. see you. Exactly. Yeah, so you'll, you'll see it eventually.
1: Oh, my mom has a dog, and that is her child. I mean... Above my brother and I, I'm convinced.
0: Well, you should greet your mom with more effusive I love don't next see
1: her time. as much I mean I talk to her on she'd the phone every day wag
0: your proverbial tail when you see her. Oh, so excited to see you I'm so happy so grateful you're here
1: Then she'd say what do you want throw a
0: kick throw <laughs> a ball like just throw it like see what happens so. <laughs> yeah so what why did uh where did the idea of doing a podcast for or on behalf of the credit union come from honestly No, fakely. Give me the the fiction and then give me the real- Andy wanted a podcast. Andy wanted a podcast. All right. Well, Andy, here's your podcast.
1: (laughs) Hope you like it. Um, No, I think um, we're getting larger and podcasts are kind of a thing that everybody does now. I mean, you can do one in your basement if you want to. I know. Obviously, we are not doing our podcast in a basement.
0: I did my last podcast. Can I give a shout out to a member who also has a studio? sure new leonard media studio in traverse city michigan the greatest recording studio i've ever been in i mean this is an office which it's also I'm, a studio it's got a soundboard
1: i'm gonna have some cool like graphic stuff eventually you're
0: gonna have to put sound uh
1: main like, content i'll give my shout out they helped me set all this good. up
0: do you know how to use the soundboard
1: i know how to get our mics working and mm-hmm. i know how to hit the record button. that's more than i know
0: <laughs> i refuse to learn i wanted to learn
1: look but, i can like turn you off and on now Jeff's gone Yeah, Yeah. weird, right? And now you're back.
0: Awesome. (laughs) We should edit out every word, the, from the whole podcast, because you could go through it and just edit every word, and then it would just sound so weird. It would, yeah. No indefinite articles the rest of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I'm a guest because you had another Jeff who was going to come in.
1: Yeah, Jeff Bassett, which I guess we can kind of talk, I mean, you guys, you're... You're different, but similar in what you do. I feel like
0: we work, we're the two, you know, part of the the team that works with the business members of our credit union. And, you know, what that means to kind of the, I guess, the lay person out there is credit unions have historically worked with individuals, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Jones, you know, you know, little Sally from the post office or, you know. Jimmy buying his first car, you know, I, I mean, just... I you feel know.
1: like we're in the cast for It's a Wonderful Life. Right. And so
0: <laughs> it's like, you know, it was always like a, an individual-based thing for individual members. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until I think it was like the 1990s, and I don't remember what year in the Credit Union Act, and I don't need to be answering that kind of question, but credit unions were eventually allowed to finally offer checking accounts and savings accounts to businesses. And so with that, then, you know, a lot of these were smaller businesses that weren't really being you know, their needs weren't really being addressed by the bigger banks and the regional banks. And, you know, over time, the membership, the individuals, and then these small business owners were asking for more and more services to come out of the credit unions for them, whether it's, you know, loans for their businesses, whether it's SBA loans, whether it's direct deposit or ACH or any of these kind of features that we all use on our computer to do our kind of transactional banking lives. You know, they were looking for credit unions to offer the same kind of stuff that the banks were Uh, Jeff Bassett works really the depository side of that equation. I really work the more lending side of that equation. And, you know, we just try to help basically our, you know, our business owners in our community have access to the financial services that they need. Um, you know, and in this day and age, I mean, we are a commodity just like every other financial institution. I mean, to be honest, I tell people that all the time, the only difference is us versus like a bank credit unions can't be bought and sold. So you don't have to worry about, you know, bigger mega bank coming in and taking over. I mean, Mm -hmm. maybe through like, you know, if they actually seize us with weapons and lock us in like the vault like that could happen. But (laughs) it's a pretty poor science. It's pretty poor doomsday movie. Like, you know, it's like, oh, cool. Like we're going to sit here and play Wordly. Wordly? Wordly? Wordly.
1: But right. it's not spelled W-O-R-D. I think it's W-R-D-L-Y. Oh, Wordly. Yeah. They left out one letter. So we'll be playing
0: word <laughs> games, but we only get to play one a day. So if we're under hostage, that's gonna be tough. But no, the banks aren't gonna come in and take us over. So that's good for, you know, our our customers, our members, our clients, whatever word we wanna use. Um, the other big thing is is credit unions still have a lot of personal touch, you know, mm-hmm. and we're very similar to what a community bank looks to be. Um you know, we're integrated in our backyard, in our communities, and the places that we're, you know, doing business. And, you know, we're just trying to serve the needs of that community. And I think we do pretty well. Forefront's doing a good job with that. There's always improvement for any business. But, mm-hmm. you know, our business, you know, running a financial institution, our success is dependent on the success of the people that work with us. And, mm-hmm. you know. We're trying to make them more successful because in the end, that benefits all of us. And yeah.
1: If our members thrive, then yeah. we're going to thrive. So why shouldn't we help our members? Yeah. Do and
0: that? a big thing is is the cooperative business model. We are a financial cooperative, mm-hmm. you know, where the members are owners. And, you know, I was actually reading an interesting book on financial uh, or on the cooper- economics of cooperatives, which I guess it wasn't that interesting of a book. <laughs> but and it was an audio book, too, which made it even more fun. So it was like fourteen hours, but you know what's interesting is cooperatives globally have been around for thousands of years. Um, you know, different parts of you know world history have seen rise and fall of more cooperatives and not. And the idea being that if we're all in this together, whatever this is, you know, we're gonna make choices as a you know, a kind of a cohesive unit that's gonna benefit all of us to some extent more than just some of us. So. You know, cooperatives tend to be financially stronger. They tend to be, have a longer term vision of what, what they're doing. So, you know, that we bring that to the table as kind of the, the differentiator between us and like the banks, I guess. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, you
1: know. and we have a podcast.
0: And we have a podcast. <laughs> Subscribe, <laughs> click, follow us on YouTube, Instaspace, Snap. Instagram that I what?
1: don't know for all, all their those yet.
0: Snapchat do we have that? we
1: don't we do have Instagram that's new <laughs> and our new digital marketing specialist Caroline would totally appreciate a shout out for you to go and follow our
0: forefront Instagram follow us on IG yo like
1: yeah, yeah. Do Caroline's have, doing cool things with her social
0: do we have any reels I think that's a thing people watch Instagram reels it's like TikTok reels it's like TikTok for Instagram okay you're I'll not.
1: mention it, but no, I don't think we're doing it. I, I don't do anything with social media anymore.
0: You don't have your own social media? Well, yeah. You're familiar I with I mean, it. like the forefront social gotcha. media. Gotcha, gotcha. So what, like, could I could I answer any questions yeah. you would have specific or general? I do general? have a few
1: questions because okay. we should try to be a little um, educational here, which you're doing a good job of that. Um, what goes into determining if a business qualifies for some financial assistance from us i mean i gotta sure. imagine that's a difficult so we'll, decision sometimes it
0: can be so we'll we'll kind of take that apart in a way so instead of saying financial assistance because you know we are lending them money with the expectation that we're gonna get paid back and we're gonna make some money along the way right like, mm-hmm. we don't just give it away for free we have to charge interest which mm-hmm. keeps the lights on i was and, you trying know, to make it sound nicer i think mean, it's 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 business. So it doesn't need to be nice. Fine. How
1: do you decide who you give a loan to? Yeah.
0: So in lending there, you know, there's a couple traditional factors. You know, you look at the the individuals themselves, like, are they good people to the the extent you can see, like you measure their character, Mm -hmm. you know, a, a person that has a history of say embezzlement or, you know, financial crimes probably is not a good risk to lend money to, even if they told you like, oh, yeah. That was only six months ago, but I've cleaned my life up. Like that person's a lot different than someone who's, you know, maybe mid 40s that made some mistakes when they were 20 and they're like, no, look at like my history of life has Mm -hmm. shown. So you look at that, you look at their credit, you know, every individual has credit. So you look at their credit, like their history of paying their bills. You look at what's called the capacity, the business's ability to repay the debt. And, you know, we look at the profitability of the business, but it's not just profits on paper, it's how does that business generate cash to pay the loan back because you can only pay a loan back in cash you know we don't accept you know baseball cards or collectible comics or pokemon cards hermes bags or hermes i thought they were called hermes bags but i learned this i don't even know what that is it's a designer handbag that apparently my 15 year old daughter was explaining to me and they're like three thousand dollars a pop but anyway so we won't take we're not taking those as (laughs) a way to pay the loan so we take cash to repay the loan so how does that business generate cash you know is it selling goods is it collecting rents Is it signing contracts? A number of different things. So we look at the business's ability to generate cash to pay the loan back. We look at does the business have any collateral or security or something to offer up to borrow money? Because I mean, you know, if if I'm going to lend a friend 20 bucks, it's like, you know, okay, sure. But if I was going to lend a friend like 2 million bucks, You know, I I probably want something to make sure I get paid back. Like, you remember going to the bathroom as a kid in school and sometimes certain teachers would make you like leave your shoe, you know, (laughs) for the bathroom key. You you know what I'm talking about. So that was the collateral to go to the bathroom is your shoe. So you would.
1: So we need a shoe.
0: That's the shoe. So we're getting the shoe and that's our collateral. So we had our character, our capacity, our credit um, and then the cash flow and then the conditions of the world. Like, so. If the economy is humming along fine and we're in an expansion phase, you know, that says one thing. If the economy is kind of contracting and there's a recession, you know, these are all factors. They're the conditions that, you know, if if your business is in hospitality and it's 2020 in March and the whole world just shuts down again and nobody's traveling, I'm thinking hotels are probably not a really safe, you know, bet at that point. And for a while, like nobody was really lending to them. And then it was the world kind of opened back up, things things were easier in that business. So we look at, you know, those are the kind of factors. And then we do a little math, we look at the financials and do a little math and kind of come up with some metrics and say, you know, we'll compare that to metrics of your industry and say, where do you fit in? You know, where are the kind of anomalies? Where are the things that don't make sense? And that, you know, a lot of that creates a dialogue to talk to the, to the borrower and, you know, uncover a little bit more of like, what makes this business and this business owner tick, and we're just really trying to solve that riddle. And then once you figure that out and say, "Oh yeah, this makes sense," and this business is really good at making money because they do X, Y, and Z good, then you can feel comfortable, you know, signing on the line that is dotted and giving them the money, and then you feel good about them paying you back. So right on. We've been doing it pretty well. I mean, yeah, we're. I mean, mostly everyone's paying us back. So Mostly everyone. That's usually the case. I mean, one of my favorite people in banking many years ago, Chuck Browning was his name. And I'll always remember him because he kept the putter at his desk with the little ball return thing. And he was in charge of the bank's uh, bankruptcy and foreclosure department. So he dealt with all the bad loans. And he had a, a great bristly mustache and talked like a 1930s gangster. I remember him telling me one day, he's like, ah, Jeff, you see here if you're not, if you don't foreclose on anybody, you're not doing enough loans. And I'm just like, and I'm doing a failure of Chuck's uh, voice right now. But uh, like, <laughs> I remember that. Like, I was like, all right, Chuck, if you only have good loans, you didn't do enough of them. So, you know, we get paid, you know, interest, but we're taking risks on people and taking risks on businesses. And these aren't huge risks, but you know, we're measuring them. But in the end, not everything will always go well. But you know, the factors that I, I mentioned, we look at that and you know, if you're a business owner trying to put yourself in a good position, you know, what are things you can do to kind of plan ahead for that? It would be, you know, like know your financial situation, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's talk with your your lender, your banker, your accountant, your financial advisor, whatever your trusted people are, know what your financial situation is. Cause, you know, a lot of people look at their checking account balance and they're like, That's that's how I'm doing. Well, there's kind of more to it than that. So, you know, know where you're at. And I think that's huge. And you can put yourself in a lot better position to, you know, make that ask at some point.
1: I was going to ask if there was one single piece of advice to give to current or up and coming entrepreneurs who might come to you looking for something like this, what would that one piece of advice be?
0: Just know what, you know, what do you think makes your business special or successful? You know, and, for everybody, it's a little bit different. But, like, if you know what your strengths are, then you'll have a better idea kind of selling me or selling somebody on why to kind of believe in you. Um, but that's there's a lot to that. But it's I would say the biggest thing is if you know what your strengths are, then you're better off than most people, right? Because we all know what, like, we're weak at to some extent. Like, oh, I need to improve this. I need to do this. I need to jump higher. I need to swim faster. <laughs> I need to be nicer to my kids. I need to not beat the dog. Like, all these things that we need to improve upon. And I don't beat my dog. but Thank you for noting that. Yep, But, you know, but sometimes we have a tough time as humans to be able to say like, oh, I'm really good at this. I'm really good at, you know, my business is super successful because I manage customer expectations really well. I'm really honest and, you know, straightforward on timelines or my business is really successful because I'm really detail oriented. So I like always have like very detailed communication to deliver or I'm really good at motivating people and coaching them to be better. So we have really great engaged staff, stuff like that. So it's like know your strengths, like, you know, it's, it's huge in everything in life. So
1: so sell, your, sell, yeah, sell yourself, sell yourself. But in a
0: way that's, you know, focusing on like the positives. Yeah, you can you know what your negatives are. But like, why why are you different? Why are you better? Why are you good? Why should I believe in your business? Mm-hmm. If you can answer those questions yourself. And have some factual material, like whether it's the numbers, you know, those are all kind of positive things to have. So,
1: is Has there ever been a time, well, I'm not even going to say it like that because I know there has to have been, what is the most frustrating or annoying thing you see when someone comes to you with these requests? Um, and no, try not to identif- yeah, no, not if gonna gonna identify. If you're going to talk about a scenario, don't identify. No, <laughs> anyway. I would say
0: historically, it's been people that are not prepared. Like, you know, I'll give them, hey, I need these financials. I need this information. Like, I can't do anything without, you know, let's say it's your financial statements or your tax return. And yet they hear that. They acknowledge that. And then, well, can we meet and go over this? I'm like, what are we going to meet about? Like, you haven't given me any information. It's it's people that think that if we're going to sit down in person, they can sell me on something without bringing any, like, evidence. So... I call them snake oil salesmen to some extent. Snake oil? Snake oil salesmen. It's a term from the 1800s where you'd have people, you know, selling you like a miracle cure. Like, oh, if, oh. you know, rub this on, rub, you know, Dr. Jimmy's, you know, magical elixir all over your knee and you'll, you know, you've, even if you've like got your knee chopped off in the war, you can, you know, walk again type stuff. Like <laughs> snake oil salesmen selling you stuff like charlatans, right? That mm-hmm. you don't need. So, um, yeah, I would say people that just don't have their stuff together that want to like spend a lot of your time because they feel like that's going to change your opinion And, and it might help, but it's like, get your stuff in order. That's all. It's easy. Um, yeah, I don't know. Other tips I would say is like, if you're early in your business, like understand, you don't need to do your accounting, but understand it, you know, understand like what those numbers mean, whether it's working with your accountant or your CPA and having them kind of talk you through it. But like, if you're running an organization or a company or a business, you should at least understand like your actions translate into sales, which translate into there's always expenses behind those and it translates into profits. So you should understand how those all interrelate. It doesn't mean you need to do all of it, but in your first year, it is healthy to be able to at least know how to keep your own books. Mm-hmm. I tell people that they're going to business all the time. Learn how to keep your own books and then hand it off as soon as you can. Hmm. So Okay. At least to someone without a financial criminal record. Like, you know, if they got arrested for embezzlement once, chances are it's (laughs) going to happen again.
1: Don't let it be a fool me once, fool me twice. Fool me
0: once, fool me again. Shame on me, shame on you. Isn't that the phrase? It's not.
1: I don't. Maybe. Fool
0: me once, shame on you. You Fool me twice, shame shame
1: on on me. Fool me three times. Yahtzee. Yeah. (laughs) I think George W.
0: Bush said that when... He, uh, you know, freed the slaves from Egypt. The Jews. You can cut that out. I'm going to.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, uh,
0: I got a two o'clock. I got to run to. Okay. A minute. One. Yep. One fifty-five. No. Yeah. Oh, final um,
1: thoughts. Wrap it up.
0: Um. You know, I think it's cool that you know we work for an organization that's looking ahead and forward-thinking. Um, but Which is great because every time I'm in a, a board meeting for any of the nonprofits I sit on. F- the for you know ping, f- the word forefront people use in our lexicon often and i'm always like feel like i should just ch- tally that up to like the oh yeah free marketing yeah
1: but, free advertising. No, it's cool that
0: you're doing this and i think uh this is a good fit for your personality and it'll be fun
1: this was fun for you like this was okay I mean, was it fun for you yeah i mean it was not a super painful 31 minutes yeah no i'm and kidding it
0: wasn't painful at well, all and, all. and a good podcast is 20 30 minutes I think See,
1: it, I'm getting mixed things. I'm hearing 30 to 45, no. and I'm hearing 20 to 30.
0: 20 to 30 is your average American sitcom. And I think in our generation, <laughs> we
1: don't have commercials though, was
0: better back in the day, like because it was shorter. But now with the TikTok generation coming on board, if you can't deliver a message in under like three minutes,
1: I was going to say, boy. the TikToks are getting longer. You're allowed to have like three minutes. Yeah. Right. Whereas right. before, I think it was a minute or less 90 seconds, yeah. I think.
0: But my point is, is if you if you go too long, it's tough. Or break it up into something else, like have a break. Um, the only other thing I will say is having podcasted before, and obviously this is very impromptu. Have an agenda. Every everyone has an agenda. Like you understand what you're going to talk about to some extent, and then boom. Because,
1: I had an agenda, but yeah. I had to revamp well, my agenda. I'm just you saying. Were a different guest, in general, it's a I good. Had, you saw me looking at my yeah,
0: laptop. No, it's a good thing to have because these things can go. I mean, this is the Joe Rogan show. And actually, as a shout out to my old podcast, Joe Rogan, the, the physical att- fight challenge in the ring is still on, brother, if you're listening to this. So
1: like, okay, I'm not giving the old we, podcast we a shout get, out. But. Okay. It's you can. I don't no, care. I'm, I, don't, I do not want I am a supporter listening. of other podcasts.
0: No, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> anyway, appreciate your time. Thank you. Well, and,
1: we appreciate your time because we know it's quite precious
0: it takes me an hour to walk everywhere right now. I was gonna now.
1: say, you, you're wheeling in and you're uh, wheeling out. Literally. I ruptured my
0: Achilles a couple weeks ago. and
1: He's on a scooter.
0: I'm on a knee scooter and my children seem to think I did this on purpose to make them clean the house all the time and do their own chores and their own laundry. <laughs> and they're right, like, you know, kids, if you're listening, i I ruptured my Achilles on purpose because I was sick of doing your laundry. And I was sick of cleaning your dishes.
1: Must have been really bad long. Yeah, except
0: Gabe, days. you're my favorite. Oh. Gabe. Gabe. He knows. We fight for favorite child every couple weeks. <laughs> the house keeps him honest. So yeah. Anyway, I appreciate you inviting me and uh
1: Yeah, we'll do it again yeah. sometime.
0: Sounds like a plan. Good Thanks, luck. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Megan. Yo, tell me it's Friday. Hey, tell me it's Friday. Yo, tell me it's Friday. Tell me it's Friday.